Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve is out, he's doing something very fun. And Matt Belanger is filling in to do something very fun. Yeah, I was just going to say. I was Yay. just going to say. I'm also having a lot of fun. Thanks. Hi, guys. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh-huh. Holly Roberts with us for hour one. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> anyway, I am uh, coming in hot today. I'm yeah. dog sitting oh, at how's a that friend's going? house. Good. He's a good boy. Big dog, um, little dog. Uh, it's a, a husky mix. He's very sweet. His name is Tucker, but they call him Doug for some reason. Mm. So I've taken to calling him Doug when it's time to go out. Douglas. Very easy. Tuck. Very easy watch. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I was coming in from Minnetonka today. Oh, cha- changing up the commute. Yeah. Like small- you know, is that what you think about morning routines? Because I feel I feel that way. One thing is off. Oh, and it screws and it's everything the up. House of cards. Yep. And then you're just late you the know, rest of the day for everything. Speaking <laughs> of that, so for those listeners who may not know this, we have um a parking lot that is gated in. Mm-hmm. Right? So you need you need a fob to have the gate open when you arrive. Yeah. It could be a matter of five minutes whether you get a parking spot or not at this time of morning. Oh, sure. So for the first time in a very long time, there was not one single spot. So I had to go back out the gate. Oh, don't you just feel so defeated? Yes. Well, And then I don't know how to get in. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just take my fob out of my car and wave it and walk through the gate. It's very bizarre. (laughs) It's like walking through a drive through. Yeah, that you know, feels it feels strange. a little off. Well, there is a person gate next to the one big car gate. You know that? I think you need to wave to get their attention to have it open. No. Well, you can open the pedestrian gate with your badge. Yeah, your your work your door work, badge. Yeah, you oh. just go boop. Yeah. Oh, because I just saw a camera by the pedestrian gate, and it said, wave here to get the guard's <laughs> wave, attention. Not your hand. Oh, no. The card. <laughs> Oh God! That's is the best like... thing I've ever heard. Okay, no, that's not the best. Have you heard about Steve? <laughs> oh no, we we witnessed him out there trying to uh, wave his the clip. clip. Oh, Steve. do you know about that, Holly? Maybe, but let's hear it again. Oh. So when we were, you know, transitioning to this new system where you needed a fob, yeah, we were handed a card, aka fob, mm-hmm. that came with a clip. The clip was supposed to be for your visor. Yeah. Steve switched cars one day, grabbed the clip, but not the card, thinking that that is what opens the gate. Oh, bless his heart. And he's standing there waving this thing, waving it. And it's he, on video. The best part is it's on video. And this is how it all came about. He started telling me this. No, he started saying to me, oh, you know, I had to call the guard this morning because I forgot my clip. I go, what's a clip? Because, you know, the clip that everyone got to open the gate. Poor guy. I'm like, Steve, it's not a clip. 
I go, it's a card. A, a card. Yeah. yeah. A white that, card. That the clip holds in place. Then mm. he started telling me what he did the day before trying to wave the clip. So we got video <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, the security it. team it, gave yes. us the surveillance video I was like, Steve. no, everybody has to see this. <laughs> oh. He's oh. waving the clip. I go, you might as well have been waving a pen. You know, anything. Well, no, wait a minute. A coffee mug. You were waving your arms around trying to get into the gate this morning. So the two. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even try. Oh, I just, okay. I yeah. just walked Donna through the regular. Didn't gate. even yeah. try. No, I just saw you the tailgated camera. a vehicle in. Is that what you did? No, I oh. physically walked. I know to the car fob thing oh, and oh, held oh, up oh. my fob to the and I walked through okay. the car but, entrance. But you know what? You made it. I That's made true. it, guys. You made it, Donna. Woo! Happy Tuesday, Mm. April 4th. Uh, Apparently, there are some interesting things that happened on this day in history. A lot. I mean, sometimes you take a look at this list and it's kind of like, meh. But there's a lot on this list today. Um, 59 years ago, back in 1964, the Beatles had uh, the top five spots on the Hot 100. It was Can't Buy Me Love. Great Listen, shout. Yeah, but didn't, when did they break up? Like 65? No, 70, Donna. Oh, they broke up in 70? Mm. Yeah. Okay. This was 64. This, this is height of Beatlemania. Yeah. Okay, so. Can't buy me love. Twist and okay. shout. She loves you. I want to hold your hand. And please, please, me. Uh, oh, so uh, good. Yeah. So They're so good. I know. That put me, you know what it is? I wanted to do this list because, um, let's make a list. Because it put me in a bad, a bad mood. A great mood when I saw that the those songs i love those songs and they're just oh feel good songs there's not a song by the beatles i don't love yeah mm. even even at their worst they're yeah. still better than most people's best <laughs> exactly right. like maxwell silver silver oh, hammer love it fine that's okay fine. octopus's garden love okay it. sure mm. we all live in a yellow submarine we are i mean classic oh. <laughs> i still don't understand what that really means they're but... stoned it doesn't yeah, matter yeah it's don't fine. worry about it's it fine. matt <laughs> someone explain it to me in a break they, they went okay. to see their dentist and things got weird yeah oh. we'll talk about it in the break take a little more of that gas please thank you <laughs> Right. Um, 48 years ago, 1975, mm, this little company called Microsoft was founded by Bill Gates and Paul Allen in New Mexico. I had no idea it was that old. Yeah, four, almost 50 years ago. Um, in uh, 34 years ago, in 1989, Pepsi dumped Madonna as a spokesperson after the video, Like a Prayer, took a lot of heat from the Vatican oh, for sure. being blasphemous. And Pepsi said, ooh, we can't be associated with this. Doesn't that seem silly today? No, we ah. can't associate our sugar water with that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right? Not at all. Some people, yeah. some people might think Pepsi's blasphemous these days. Right. right? Um, um, no, I don't think it sound. People don't want to be associated with controversy. But is the, that song that salacious and bad? I mean, it's just a song. I mean, yes, the content, I get it, but... I don't know. It was that. It was a video at the time. The video people, was... people were clutching their pearls. Ah! Yeah, there was a lot of imagery of, you know, the church. Okay. Crucifix. All right. Yeah, that whole thing. Meanwhile, you know. Matt's just humming. That was a really good song. I love it. <laughs> Listen, I'm a simple man. Okay? Like, all oh around. God. That's This is all you get, people. Um, if 15 years ago, 2008, Beyonce married Jay-Z. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
15 years ago. At his apartment. Uh, in Right, which also shocked me. But That's strange. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was very glamorous, very oh. luxurious. We his got his apartment. Yeah. His apartment's Not like a whole look. couple of floors. Yeah, right. it, it, <laughs> he wasn't like he got married in my apartment where he got kicked the underwear underneath the bed. Oh, sorry, Jake. I'll get right. that cleared before mm. you get married. <laughs> and uh, this one's for my mama. Uh, and I'm going back in time even farther now. In six, 63 years ago, in 1960, that uh, the the movie Ben-Hur. Remember, it's Holy Week this week, folks, right? So yes. Ben-Hur won 11 awards at the Oscars. Best Picture, Best Actor, um, Charlton Heston. What year? That was 1960. And and it's for my mom because this week, all I'm like, I'm texting my mom. And I'm like, what you doing, Mom? She's like, oh, I just put in, you know, Ben-Hur, and I'm going to watch. these epic, she watching these, the Ten Commandments? All of that. Yeah. I mean, it's on, all that's on. I mean, this is her jam. She's right. retired. She's got her little fluffball dogs, and she's watching the, the great epics. And they're all they're all 76 hours long. I mean, right, right. My uh, grandfather famously, when we would go visit on Easter, like, would just sit in his recliner. And the same thing happened with that uh, movie, The Christmas Story. But, like, we would be all watching, like, Ben-Hur or something, and he would fall asleep and wake up, like, an hour and a half later. And then later. the Christmas and the, story would be no, on. Well, <laughs> and and it, the Christmas story would still be on because it was a marathon, but the same thing happens with these long, holy movies, you sure. know? And he'd wake up and be like, are they still in part in the river? You know, like, <laughs> they God. didn't get across yet? Like, it was just, it looped, you know? And That was a pretty was epic scene, actually, well, yeah, for that time. The, the Red Sea. Yeah, that was river. pretty good effects. I know. Oh, I know. The special effects. Yeah, go back and watch those. We digress. Those are good ones. Uh, You and I both started watching something last night. The same thing, just coincidentally. (laughs) We both. I fell asleep. Couldn't get through the first episode. I know. I was like, yeah, this isn't as captivating as I was expecting. I had high hopes, too. Oh, man. Well, we'll tell you what it is and what we thought of the amount that we saw uh, when we come right back. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. Matt Belanger is in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Okay, so it's so funny. I had this on my list yesterday to watch Pretty Baby. Yeah. The documentary or the docuseries about Brooke Shields. And we jumped in last night and watched some of it, too, at our place. I I have to say, I was a little distracted, so I don't want to blame it all on the show, on the, you know, the the content. Mm-hmm. It was just moving a little slow or something was, was just not holding my attention the way I expected it to. Yeah, I... And I, this is my generation, you know, this Brooke Shields. I mean, she was the, probably the first, maybe one of the first supermodels. Yeah. Back in the eighties, I, I found myself being like, "Whoa, what's going on? Whoa, what did he just say?" What? So, oh, this is interesting you know, that you didn't even know. You didn't really. You don't really know. I guess it was maybe I came too late. You know, late in the game, or yeah, I'm just like, younger, or yeah, something. Of course, or I don't know, but I must not have. It, it just I didn't real. I knew the name. I know Brooke Shields. Do you know about the, the ad campaign for Calvin Klein? Uh, no, I mean, I, honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't spurt out facts about that. I, 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 okay. I, I don't know. Um, I could make it up, but I would. I'd be wrong. But um, I could take an educated guess, is what I mean. But I wouldn't know. So it was cringy. But I mean, I know that's the point. But you don't think it was cringy in the way it was made? You think no? The it's content. The con- 
the content. The story is cringy. Absolutely. I, I feel like maybe you, Donna Valentine, and me, Maddie B, maybe we were not in the, you got to be in the right headspace right. to like sit down and watch right. this. Because the whole point of the thing is like looking back and going, what was going on? She was how old when she posed naked for the first time? Oh, gosh. I, I, I'm i reading like a Roger Ebert's web, website where they're saying she wasn't even 10 years old when what? she started posing nude in like provocative photos. Yeah. And some of those photos of her as a child done up like in, you know, an, I'll say in an adult way, like, you know, locking eyes with the camera and provocatively. Right. So the maybe uncomfortable. So the Calvin Klein ad, um, I don't Do you know how old she might have been, Holly? Oh, well, she was younger than 18. OK, I mean, it was very provocative. Nothing yeah. becomes between her and her Calvins. And then, right. you know, thinking about the things that she was in, the project she was in, Pretty Baby was the name of the movie. She that played she a in. prostitute, a child yeah. prostitute. Yeah, she was in the movie The Blue Lagoon, which was very controversial. Very sexualized in that yeah. as well. Yeah. Wanna, and then um, yeah. even uh, Endless Love. Right. There's a sex scene in there. And she's she's a young yeah. woman, you know, young. And that Calvin Klein ad, oh my God, if you think about it, she's like, you know what comes between me and my Calvins? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I, um... I think we, yeah, I, I remember there was a, a clip from that movie, she was 15. the Pretty Baby movie. <gasps> oh my God. Brooke Shields was Whoa. 15 years old when she appeared in that Calvin Klein ad. Can, yeah, can and she's we, talking about basically not wearing any underwear. For, can we can we listen to a little bit of the trailer oh, yeah, let's, for folks let's who let haven't everybody hear uh, it. You know, heard it yet? Yeah, let's listen. How do you feel about all this fuss that's being made over you? I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> you really are an exquisite looking young lady. Yeah. I know you've been told that, but is she a pretty, oh, my pretty girl? No! I know, the right? entirety of my life, it was, she's a pretty face. Over and over and over and over and over again. And that always just seared me. You just didn't go anywhere that somebody wouldn't know Brooke Shields. The most photographed woman in the world. Iconic American beauty. Object of desire. A sexualized child model. Exploitation. Vulnerable. I was on the cover of Time magazine as the face of that whole era. Who decides that? She was catapulted into the world of adult. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sexuality. I just always remember thinking, like, I hope she's okay. She was a young girl in an all-adult world. I'm amazed that I survived any of it. Gatekeeping is a major way of how we keep girls under control. It's very much about what women need to do in order to be desirable to straight men. One of the responses to feminism was the sexualization of little girls. You're not going to be traditionally feminine. We'll replace you with little girls. I was struggling to find my own voice. I 
wasn't told it was important to have agency. I found my confidence and thought I can have my own opinion. Oh, hell no, you're not taking this away from me. I love Brooke's tone about it. We're moving forward in life. When someone like Brooke Shields talks about it, it makes a difference. Young people are just working so hard to live up to these unattainable standards. Long before they can process it. How do you fight a toxic cultural environment? I think everybody has a little like, Brooke Shields narrative stuck in them. Because what happened to her isn't really about her as an individual. It's just about women. I was just born with this face. I wanted to think about the things that could have happened without beauty. Mm. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to watch the rest of this. I feel like I have high hopes and I'm hoping it picks up. I think it's just maybe this this first episode we were just yeah. needed to get. And this is the first project for George Stephanopoulos and Allie Wentworth. This is their production company. And I believe they are very good friends oh. with Brooke because mm. she's been approached many times to do something like this. Mm. And the difference was she felt safe with them because they're close friends. Now, it looks like this is just a feature length documentary. Oh, so it's just a, one. So it's only 2 hours 18 minutes. Oh, see, and I thought it was two episodes or three episodes. Okay. No, I don't know how they divide that content, but it, it seems it. like, you know what? I I want to watch this too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really disturbing. Even Brooke Shields said, uh, yeah. She was on GMA and she said, "When I see it all one thing after another after another after another, like this is my life." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Wow." It makes you really lose respect for the industry because no one ever told her you're talented. You're doing a great job. You're smart. Right, right. Girl went to Princeton, so we know she's smart. Right. But it was just you're pretty. Oh, look at you! How cringy is that? Who was it? Who's isn't she just a fabulous little girl? I don't know that, who was, that was that was Mike Douglas at the very beginning. Oh, oh no! Yeah, it was Brooke Shields, her mother, being interviewed by Mike Douglas, oh. daytime talk show host. No. That's what I'm talking about. There oh. were those moments where I was just like, and especially through today's frame, right? Like, looking through the lens of, of, of 2023. Now. Yeah, 2023. Oh my goodness! So let's yeah, let's let's keep trying. It's on it. Hulu, <laughs> by the way. It's called Pretty Baby and Pretty Baby. Mm-hmm. First, her first movie, I believe, where she played. There's a clip in there that uh, that's oh. where we fell out of the episode last night and ended up going to bed. But the um, it, there's a clip from that movie in the first episode. And like the guy again, she's like a child. She's playing the role of a child prostitute in right. that movie. Right. And so like and the guy like wins the bid or whatever and then like goes and scoops her up and carries her off. And I'm like looking at I'm like, oh, my. Yeah, this ah. is really disturbing. And the fact that like, hey, mom. You know, well, that's the other night. Well, she eventually fired her mother. I know that. But I mean, <laughs> ma, like, what? I mean, what are you doing? On. Yeah. And there's and there's thoughts from her in there, too, which are revealing. Um, but that's something I didn't realize is how involved the mom was. But just like her saying, like, well, I could I felt all, the whole world should have a piece of her because she just is so beautiful. It was like, well, okay, oh, really? All right, lady. Okie dokes. Yeah, Mom, you're fired. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, when we come back... um, Oh, you have an interesting story about a missing diamond ring. Mm -hmm. Could it be yours? Oh, boy. Everyone's nightmare. Uh, That and more coming up next. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to the program. It's Donna and Steve. (laughs) Minus Steve. He's not here. Matt Belanger is in his place. 
Thanks fresh. for working extra, fresh off the set. Bye bye, with his news. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's a lot of fun. Oh my god, so much fun. This is um, I, you know, this is a fun fun story, and it's a mystery right now. Um, and we've reported on this. And actually, speaking of the news, uh, we are expecting an update on this situation tomorrow. But I thought maybe we could kind of do a little preview and talk about what has happened. Uh, there's a diamond ring. A diamond ring. So I'm cru- listening. So cruise at the wastewater treatment facility. In? Rogers. Oh, here? In, oh, yeah, in okay. Rogers. Like wow. here at home in Rogers. They were kind of doing a scrub-a-dub-dub of the bottom of some of the equipment and, you know, in the facility. And, uh, if, you know, it was a place that collects sediment or something, whatever. And they were, they were <laughs> trying to, trying to dance around the content of the wastewater plant. But anyway, um, they were cleaning and they, one of them spotted something shiny in the, in the, in the sludge. Turns out it's a diamond ring. So, like an engagement ring, like a big honking diamond ring, and it's Ooh. in good shape. They say um, they no. say the diamond's in great shape. the The band is a little pitted and kind of banged up a little, but the diamond looks good. Now, listen, I don't I don't have a, I don't have a ring yet, <clears throat> Kyle, but you know that's a lady's even a gentleman's worst nightmare. What, what you washing your hands and then it goes bloop down a drain? I mean, I mean that or that you can, swallow it or that can. Uh, that Donna. would be bad too. <laughs> yes, or Donna. the dog swallows it. That's probably more likely right. to happen. Yeah, but did the dog go in the potty, which is why it ended up at the wastewater facility? No. This had to go down like a drain. Right. Maybe it dropped down a floor it drain. It happened to Lucy, I think. Right? Mikey. <laughs> when they lived in their like that's real farmhouse life. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Lucy. Okay. So but we don't know who the ring belongs to. Well, that's the mystery here. So what they're uh, anyway, um it's clearly had a long journey getting through the pipes. It's a little bang up, uh, but they but it's it, you know, if you polish up the diamond, it glitters just like new. They're trying to find out whose ring this is. And they don't want to reveal too Mine. many details. I know, right? <laughs> they don't want to give out. Basically, if you lost your diamond ring, and maybe a long time ago, I mean, don't, can't don't you think that this could have been something down the tubes a long time ago, and maybe it got hung up somewhere in a pipe somewhere in the sewer, and then it just finally got its right. You, know, you this probably be, already collected the insurance on it. Well, just don't tell anybody. But. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Are you allowed to find it again? And do you have to give that money back? I don't know. Good question. Um, but uh, if you th- think back, because it might not have just been in the past week or month or year. I mean, this could be a, a while ago. If you or someone you know in the Rogers area. Please sanitize it. Fa- yes. Oh, found, yeah. uh, lost a ring down the drain or something. They, so they have a phone number. Uh, you can call 651-602-1269. And what they're asking for you is huh? you have to describe the ring and, you, you know. Oh, sure. So yeah. that's why they're not saying what it looks like or putting pictures out of it because they want, if it's yours, you know what it looks like. And if you can tell them what it looks like, you'll get your ring back. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? I love it. Yeah. Hopefully I, someone will get their oh. ring back. And tomorrow, I think on tomorrow on the news, um, 
And then, of course, we'll have it for you Thursday morning um, if it happens later in the day tomorrow. They're going to interview or talk to the worker at the plant who, like, found it and kind of keep the story out there. And that's why I wanted to bring it up is because... It's a public service. Yes, public file. uh, Because you want to get the word out there so that you can say, oh, my gosh, you know, maybe, like, someone will be listening to this and go, my mom lost a ring down the drain. She lives over that way. Right, Da-da-da-da. absolutely. So you got to tell people. So spread the word, and if you think of anybody who this could be, call the number, describe the ring, and see if it's yours. What a guy. And Thanks, then, Matt. I'm looking out for you. You're Aww. our best friend. Also, um, uh, some kind of news you can use. Are you going anywhere? How's your passport doing these days? Actually, mine, I got a new one just for the hell of it a few years ago. Yeah, I always got to have your documents up today. Yeah, I want to make sure it was, yeah. But I have a friend who just got back from Belize, and she was having a hard time getting a passport for, I think, her son. There was some kind of issue. So when I saw this in mm-hmm. today's grid, huge delays for passports. Huge, huge. It caught my eye. Uh, it's it's getting worse. What's the problem? <sighs> Likely staffing issues. I mean, we like all know, else. like everywhere else, they don't have enough people to to do the huge backlog. And if you think about it, there's buckets and buckets of bottled up demand. Right, because people couldn't go in the pandemic for a couple years, right. and maybe then right. they had to kick their trips down the road, and then passports expired, and so now they're finally able to go. They've got the money saved up, and and now they're trying to quickly renew their documents so they can go. The the folks, if you are even have a, an inkling in the far reaches of your cranium that you might want to travel somewhere internationally. Anytime in the future, start that renewal process for a U.S. passport soon because now, the yeah. backlog is is something like four months Oof. or more, and it could get worse than that. And even if you pay the big bucks, the 60 extra dollars or whatever it is to cut the line so that you have expedited processing, that's still up to like 12 weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's a short three months. <laughs> okay. You cut a month off for 60 extra dollars. Yeah, you should always keep those updated. And, yeah. yeah. You can do an emergency, you know, try to get your senator involved and all this, like I have a crisis, but you don't want to be in that situation ever. Right. Um, and you, now we're getting like, you know, travel season. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, I need to what, do this. And what's funny is, um, well, not funny. I mean, it's I need to remember, like, get your act together, Matt. I have um, this. We have two international things coming up. I know that sounds really fancy, bougie, bougie but but they were really good deals. Okay, uh, one we're going to Iceland in June it's for my birthday. Aww. I'm very excited. And you are watching the doggies, so that's really we're Cannot thankful. Wait. We're, we're g- thankful. We're gonna uh meet Holly in a park yeah. so uh-huh. we can Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she she already date. invited me yep. yeah. on a play date. <sighs> so that'll yep. be early June. And then uh, after that we're gonna go to Canada in the fall and go to the Canadian Rockies and see Blake, Lake Louise and Banff. But anyway, oh. I br- I know I'm so excited. Um and Canada's like um my other homeland, you know, so I gotta go see Oh, that's right, you have two old citizens. Yeah, I go see my other homeland. But point of the story, my passport expires in 24. And so next year, and so I, and sometimes when you go on trips, like if you're going on a cruise or wherever, they even sometimes going to other countries, they want your passport to be valid for a minimum of six months after 
Oh, you no get kidding. There. So it's not like you can have it expire in October of 24 and go somewhere in September. Right. They might not let you in, even though technically your passport's not expired. Some of them do require that extra time. And so, again, all I bring all of this up because I need to figure out when I'm going to put mine in the system because and let it marinate to hopefully get my renewal. Uh, because uh, mine's coming up here soon. Well, too, I remember so. when um, licenses you needed to have, you know, what do you call it? The real ID? Yes. So I went early, like three months before I was due uh, to have it done just to get it out of the way because I think it was like, maybe it was in 2020. It was like, hey, don't forget in October, mm-hmm. you've got it. You know, present real ID when you go to the airport. Well, that has, that's that, that's funny because that has been kicked down the road so many so times. Many times. Yeah. Like, I think it's kick, been kicked down the road until 2024. Don't quote me on that. No, it Please is check. okay. It is yeah. it is it is a ways out still, Holly, yeah. be, uh, because I checked um, because I'm for, my mom is going to come visit us here in Minnesota for Christmas. Ooh. We just bought her ticket, and she doesn't go anywhere. So her getting on a plane and getting to Minnesota from Pennsylvania is like an act of Congress in itself. And she just has an old, you know, basic driver's license. And so I really, because there's no way she's going to be able to get a passport, you know. Right, Um, right. And so I wanted to make sure that she's still going to be able to fly with just kind of whatever ID she has. And she is good. I think that real ID thing has been pushed down the road a ways. Right. Okay, good to know. May 7th, 2025. Just want to give accurate accurate information on that. Uh, The deadline was May 3rd, 2023 but the U.S. Department of Homeland Security bumped that two years to May 7th, 2025. So got plenty of time. And I think it was once upon a time. Originally, it had to be like 2018. It was like a long time. They just keep kicking that down. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, Do you guys know what the Webby Awards are? Yes. It's for Internet Excellence. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I never, they were never on my radar. Excellence. So apparently they just came out. Um, let's see. Uh, Netflix, HBO, and The Hollywood Reporter are among the nominees. Um, so this is for top online content. And let's see, like some of the categories are, yeah, we don't care about that. Best web personality (laughs) host, uh, performances and craft. So we've got like Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls from Amazon Studios. Oh, yeah. Uh, recess therapy, doing things media. Oh hell no! With Marlon Wayans, uh, that's and then they name the entertainment companies: Trevor Noah, Jimmy Fallon. Mm. Then they have music, general video. This is fun. I like the name Webbies. Mm-hmm. Is it my talk one hundred seven one Instagram? I'm looking on there. for podcast. Has to be on there somewhere for podcasting. We have to be yes, the, specifically the Donna and Steve experience. <laughs> keep looking, Donna. Just keep <laughs> yeah. looking. Couple right. of those papers, paper. baby. Hold there. on a second. It's got to be in here it's somewhere, be, right? There's an error. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd like to report an error. Um. Yeah, this is fun. Interview, talk show, social content series. Nice. I wonder if what's her face red table talk is on here. I don't know what that is. Uh, you know. uh, that's Jada Pinkett Smith's Facebook Live oh. series. Which is an interesting way to 
do something. <laughs> you okay on Facebook? Yeah, yeah I'm, I don't I'm, know what's happening. Over I'm there. dropping things <laughs> left and right. Ma'am, we're still taking off. Please remain okay, in your seats. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, we should take a break. We should. Anyway, uh, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Absolutely. Oh, you have a local story mm-hmm. about a um, very beloved athlete. Yes, uh, making some changes. Okay, and then I've got a story about a guy who stormed a, uh, the Dodgers. Uh, Stadium okay. to propose to his girlfriend. I'll tell you what happened to Uh-oh. him when we come back on My Talk 1071. Hey, what's up, friends? It's Steve from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. All right, here's a problem, but don't worry, I'll give you a solution as well. The problem is this 81% of Minnesotans only have one insurance agent representing one insurance company. Guess how many quotes they give you, huh, math majors? Yeah, you get one. That's not really a formula for saving money. So here's your solution. The Canopy Group has 40 professionals who represent 16 reputable companies. And you stand to benefit from those numbers. Here's how it works. You go to thecanopygroup.com, and then you can just click Get a quote. It's right there in a little red button. You click that, and then the process has begun. So their team of professionals turns to those insurance companies and says, all right, we've got someone who needs insurance. Here's what they need. Here's what they need covered. And then those insurance companies, guess what? They want to win the business. They don't want to lose to the other 15 that they're up against. And then that way, they put together a package that helps you to get the best coverage you can get at the absolute best price. Don't believe me? Check out thecanopygroup.com. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve ain't here. That's all right. Not here. I mean, fine. He's somewhere. He He's at somewhere. the Masters, right? Uh, the Augusta, I don't know what happens in Augusta, Georgia. I think that's where the, the Augusta Masters. National. But that's the name of the golf course. I don't know. Is it the Masters? We're, we're Am I supposed to know this? No. Thanks, Holly. Yeah, yeah. The 2023 Masters at Augusta National. I, and what's funny is hours after we worked together yesterday, <laughs> hours, I'm on, I'm on the treadmill at the gym and I see coverage on some sport channel about the Masters. And I go, that's what we meant to say. Because we made up yesterday. We said, oh, he's at the Augusta Nationals. <laughs> that's the name oh. of the golf course that the Masters. Well, no, I knew he was at the golf course. I didn't yeah. know what the... The I didn't know thing. what the actual tournament was. And it, it dawned on me many hours too late, and it is the Masters. So okay. He's having a great time, and he's watching the practice round or whatever? Or yeah, I think his brother got him tickets, cool. and his other brother. So his brother got the two brothers, including Steve. It's a big family tree. Not to bring up trees. Three brothers. Okay. Three brothers are in Augusta, Georgia, <laughs> watching. Okay. His, and his, it's his brother's tree. I'm sure. Isn't that call. nice? Is he going to call in, or is he not? <laughs> Uh, and give us a play-by-play. That'd yeah. be great. He'd be talking like this, yeah, the whole time. And we're gonna see if he's, he's at the tea. Sink the pot exactly, and the wind up. Yes, and... sounds awful. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for if you see something, say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. We have a sports theme going here this block. This we is good. We sure do. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I want you to go first. That's okay. Shuffle your papers, girl. Um, St. Paul's Don't own. Don't paper shame me. <laughs> <laughs> Control print. <laughs> Control P. See, you don't even know how to do it. I don't, because I'd save the, tr- save the trees. Okay. St. Paul's own. Suni Lee. 
announced that she is going to end her college gymnastics career because of a kidney issue. Oh, no. Yeah, she announced this yesterday, this health issue. She really wants to focus um, on her health, right? And so she's been been dealing with this for a while. The medical team she consulted with kind of made it clear uh, that, you know, it's it's not going to be good for her to be training and competing full time, but and also kind of resolving this medical situation. So she's going to oh, take a little a bit of a break. Well, but there's a there's a silver lining kind of a well, we beautiful to be ending well. to this story. Yeah, we want her to be just fine. Uh, she didn't go into specifics, by the way, if you're wondering about what kind of kidney issue or condition. Um, but we do know that she is going to still set her sights on the 2024 Olympics. In Paris. So. Okay. It is 2023. Right. I would imagine she'd have to be training. Well, she's kind of stopping the collegiate level. And she's going to refocus on 24 and the Olympics. And, And apparently she thinks, you know, the timing and the break and whatever, it'll still work out. And if she accomplishes that and can get on the. Uh, women's Olympics team and, and it ends up in the Olympics there in 2024. Um, she would be the first woman to do that ever. Wow. It took to, to do the collegiate level oh, and, I then, see. and then return and, uh, and come back for the Olympics then. So okay. that, that would be really, um, that would be really incredible. What a coup, what a, what a beautiful little uh, moment for St. Paul, if that's able to happen. Absolutely. But she is beloved. Uh, we, of course we wish her the best. Uh, and of course in making the announcement, she thanked her, her school and all of her supporters talking about how grateful she is uh, for everyone who shared their love. Um, and the folks there, uh, and I think it's, she goes to Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auburn okay. university. So yeah, she's very proud of the, being a tiger there at Auburn. <coughs> Excusey. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is bad news for a dude who stormed the field at Dodger Stadium to propose to his girlfriend last week. So he's been banned for a year, and he can't go back. Uh, yeah, for twelve months due to his impromptu proposal. All right. Um, what he, happened? <laughs> oh, it sounds. Oh, this already sounds awful. Yeah. He wasn't. He, so he runs onto the field. He gets down on one knee. He gets tackled by three guys. Ends up in the hospital. <laughs> hospital. Are you okay. You want, here, you want yeah. some water? Hey, yeah. Yeah, I have water. Yeah. Okay. Um. There you go. <laughs> I'm using the cough button, but your mic is on, so it's not <laughs> helping me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he avoided jail time. Girlfriend did say yes to the question, um, but you know he'll live. What did he do? He stormed the. Do you want, here? Give it to me. I'll he stormed the field. What does that he mean? He just like ran down yeah. in the middle of the game or yeah. whatever and just That's, disrupted the whole thing? Yeah, like a yes. streaker or a cat. Was he naked? <laughs> or, or a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, he wasn't naked. He just got in trouble. I think they're just big fans, you know, and so he wanted to do it there. Uh, he did go to the hospital. He only had bad bruising. He's oh. okay for now. Um, I would be mortified if that's how the and, and it wasn't was. planned. It was not planned um, at all. How many beers did he have? That's the mm. question. How many Dodger dogs? Right. <laughs> mm. um, He's shoving them in like that guy in the contest. Yeah, like Kobe. Uh, Co- uh, Who, what is his Joey Chestnut? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Just one. And Kabayoshi or yes. <laughs> Um. He <laughs> was really close to the field. He wanted to do it in the stands, but he was like, "Why not?" Uh. So, I am not 
for these big showy proposals. Are you? No, I think that would be that would be horrifying if it was something that happened to me. I oh my would, god! Like on the jumbo. I mean, I'm not shy. I'm I'm an extrovert. I love attention. Please tweet at me. You what? Me? But in that kind of a moment, I think we all have an I- ideal in our minds of what a proposal is like. And proposals, there's a certain quality level or bar that you have to right. meet, and it's going right. to be something romantic, like. These people who have proposals and it's like a flash mob in a yes. Home Depot. Even in the, the prom In the proposals. lumber aisle. Like, what are you doing? This is so crazy. I do like the flash mob. That's kind of fun. All right. Oh, well, so cringe. All of it. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. The, the glee. And the kids with the prom. I mean, oh I mean, my good God. Good for them. They have a hobby, I guess. The pressure. To like outdo your friends. I mean, that's insane. Is that a thing though? I mean, is it? Yes. A thing? It unfortunately. Oh, with the thing. prom pro, the I can't even say that prom, prom proposal. proposals. Mm-hmm. It's not like couple adult couples are trying to out propose each other. Oh no no no, no the no, no, prom. No. This is the just, kids. just among the kids. Yeah, I remember um my best friend in New Jersey. She was calling me and going, "Oh, Ryan needs to you know come up with something cool." Mm-hmm. You know, to ask the girl to the prom. Why don't you? What happened to just asking? You know, it's funny about these promposals. Um, we just had the the um, high school state league hockey championships. You know, we do that yeah. on Forty Five yeah. TV. And there Hi, was Mom. there was a yeah, and they come like every player comes out and does the whole waving at the camera, and the kids have the hockey hair and everything. Oh yeah. But there was this one guy um, who got. In tr- big trouble because he wrote on his hockey stick, he wrote, hey, Sarah, comma, prom. And and on TV, it's broadcast live, you know. Kind of so, clever, though. Yes. And so uh, I'm trying to find his name here. It's escaping me at the moment. That's but, funny that um, you remember that. Oh, and why Brady, were you watching hockey? Brady Bork. Well, no, it made news. Oh, I got it. It made <laughs> news because uh, he this the kid, Brady, came out, flashed his Hockey stick, stick that said, right. to be um, and said, hey, Sarah, go to the prize. You know, she says yes, and it was cute. But then, like, after it, the league people came and were like, nice job, kid. We now have to change the rules so that no one can write anything oh, on any. Sure. Because they're afraid of, you know, what might be shown live on TV. If right, you, so right. He, like, he did a first ever kind of a thing and did this proposal. On the air um, during the tournaments as the players are being introduced. But he also uh, made it so that no one else will ever be able to do that. Sorry. Yeah, that was kind of fun. That was actually very clever, I Mm -hmm. have to say. Yeah. Oh, hope they got a yes. Me too. Otherwise, what a waste. I why did I think for a moment that you were watching? No, hockey? I'm not sitting. I was there like, at home wow, you and my... Kyle are watching the game. I love it. Yeah, the yeah. game. Look at that hat trick. Oh, oh, oh good oh, one. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Congratulations. I did, I did work in Pittsburgh for a while, and uh, full credit for teaching me what a hat trick was. Because like the first time that was said, I like glazed over. I'm like, <laughs> like what? He pull a rabbit out? Oh, I knew and you were going to say there's that. There's a, a wonderful sports person in Pittsburgh called Guy Junker, and he taught me wow. what a hat trick was. And I have never forgotten. Junker, to, epic name. Uh, yeah, he's he is epic. He's so cool. <laughs> really? Yep. Okay, thanks, interesting. Uh, thanks, Matt. All right, thanks, Holly. Bye, Bye Holly. Matt. Hey, when we come back, uh, we uh, have the cause of death for Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac. We'll get to that and some T-Swift news.